So I'm fucking excited for today's episode. Oh my gosh, me too. Okay, so first of all, I feel like this is going to be... Wait, did I tell you when we talked on the phone Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I've really... I've only been to therapy like twice. No. Okay. No. So I've only been... To different people? Yes. Hmm. I've been once to therapy in person... Actually, maybe I went twice. Okay. And were there reasons for going both yes, times? Yes. Okay. The first reason, which mm-hmm. I figured we might hit on to, we'll see, mm-hmm. was because when I was younger, my dad died. And mm-hmm. I feel like I never really processed, processed it mm-hmm. or dealt with it. Okay. And I know I have daddy issues, but that's yeah. besides the mm-hmm. point. I'm very aware of everything. It's like daddy issues is such a broad term. What does that mean? It is. Right? Okay. But I think I have all okay. of whatever okay. entails. Yeah. But that was the first time I went. And okay. I felt like the woman really did not discuss that. And I told her that's mm-hmm. why I was coming. And it mm-hmm. was like, and she also gave me this paper that was like an anxiety chart because I told her I had anxiety since yeah. I was a kid. And she was like, okay, here's a chart. Mm-hmm. And I felt like saying, bitch, mm-hmm. if it was as easy as reading a chart, I don't think I'd have the problems I have. Let's talk about this. Okay, because go ahead. There, this is a, therapists have different styles, right? Yes. When someone walks into a room, you can either follow an outline and say, we have to answer this, 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 and this. Right. Or you can say, what brings you here? Mm-hmm. And let the person take it away. Right. So it sounds like you went to the first of the two, right? Yes. Okay. And that was the first experience. Never went back. Mm. So like, okay, this didn't help. Okay. And then I actually, we had, we were sponsored on the old show by BetterHelp. <laughs> and I actually liked the woman. She, oh, she you was, went. You did well, it. Well, it was all, it was uh, virtual. So it was a phone call. Yeah. And the woman was nice. But let me just tell you that it was very obvious how rushed it was. They were only 30 uh. minute sessions. And like. 28 minutes in she'd be like okay well I have a client after you so you know we're gonna have to end it here and she ended up telling me let me just tell you so Mm -hmm. I've never been diagnosed with anything like wild but except for like (laughs) what do you mean by wild we'll talk about wild later so but like it's been Mm -hmm. minor anxiety and things like that but this more recent woman told me I had ADHD for women which is very Mm -hmm. different than in men Mm -hmm. and it can escalate over time Mm -hmm. Okay, so anyway, Mm -hmm. that's my experience. I stopped going to her because I didn't like it either. I got nothing out of it. And she wanted to put me on pills. So (laughs) that was that. So Hmm. basically, I'm so excited to have you on the show because I feel like this is going to be like a real life mini therapy Yeah, I'm intrigued by your past experiences because that is not what I do. I'm a pretty cool person. And that's the, <laughs> well, listen, that's the other thing, too, is before we get into it, yeah. I want mm-hmm. you to explain who you are and yeah. what you do and your yeah. specialties and all that. Because I know you're, you got a lot of cool stuff, too. Thank you. Can I call you Dev or You Devora? can call me Dev. Dev. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Dev, I, my name is Alex. I was born and raised right here in Maryland. Um, I grew up and my mom was a social worker. So I would see her okay. coming home every day, but I didn't really take to it. Uh, And I was like, okay, I don't want to hear about your day. And then I came across an experience in my life where I encountered someone who was psychotic. And this was my senior year of high school going to freshman year of college. I know we've talked a little bit about this. We do have similar experiences on this. Yeah, which I definitely want us to talk about too. Yeah. So, um, So that's what got you into it. Not yet. Okay. So he, this person was sick and um, I was in college. I was a freshman in college. I wanted to do not physical, physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then uh, I guess it took like two years for me to process the events that occurred. Right. And I was like, I need to do something here. I need yeah. to help these people and I need to educate these people because if you saw this, if you see someone who is psychotic and do not know what is going on, it can 
it can be scary. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is terrifying, especially when I think, too, when you're that young Mm -hmm. and we're still young, you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I feel like being even younger than we are now. Yeah. I think experiencing things that you've never experienced like that and some and if they're very serious, you know, it's dealing with somebody's life and someone's mental health that it can be scary and it can be traumatizing and so many other things, too. Yeah, you're totally right. Mm -hmm. So um, traumatizing. I think that's like a word that's going to we're going to use that word a lot today, I think. And I want to acknowledge the heaviness of it and that Mm -hmm. everyone can have different types of trauma. Yep. And I think that at times this word can be overused. Mm -hmm. Just Um, like any word. Just like any word. Yeah. Just like just like the word insane. Like on the show. Just like the word insane. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about that. So Deb, when I started talking to you just for a background, I was a little nervous to come on here. Really? Yeah. I was a little nervous. So why were you nervous? (laughs) Because when I hear the word insane used like the layman, like um, how everyone, the general term, I like my antenna, my antennas go up and I'm like, that is not how it should be used. Um, People who are insane, that was like a term made in the 1600s to determine someone who was mentally damaged. Right. And um, people who have psychiatric hospitalizations or a severe mental illness, when they hear the word insane, it could come off as like it's stigma. So when I heard we're all insane, I was like, okay, wait a (laughs) minute. We're not all insane. And we all have different things that we're going through in our lives that can be really challenging and make us feel yeah, insane. Yes, thank you for saying And that. <laughs> also, I was going to give you a, an example. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, I definitely have some mood swings mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. which is fine. It makes me me. But growing up in different relationships, I've had a lot of boyfriends mm-hmm. back when I was younger say, you're bipolar, yeah. you're bipolar. And this was, you know, I mm-hmm. I knew that that kind of meant mood swings, but I also mm-hmm. was young. I didn't really yeah. know anything. And then when I dated someone yeah. who was actually bipolar, yeah. It made me realize Hmm. how wrong it was for somebody to just call you that and throw out that term. So I, you know, I was just kind of going off of what you were saying with the Mm -hmm. word insane and even crazy. Like when people call you crazy, especially when men call Mm -hmm. women crazy in relationships and for feeling certain ways and feeling emotions, there's something about that that really irks people because, and especially me too, because I mean, I've been called that many times and I know I, I know I can be a wild card but wild too all these words but you know what yes. i mean it's just i just feel like people everybody has a different definition for everything yes but i think mm-hmm. that when you know someone is in the line of work that you're in you see things very differently and you realize how serious it can be to use these terms mm-hmm. in a general way I appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. And I also do see your perspective yeah. because not everyone has the education that I right. have and that the experiences that you do. Right. And also, I think that this podcast is a place to where we people who come on the show may have a mental illness. We don't know. And in the case, that's a conversation you'll have then. Right. Also, I want to go back to what you were saying about the, that relation, those relationships you were in with the boyfriends mm-hmm. who would call you bipolar. I think there are, there are other terms people misuse. Bipolar. Oh, you're psychotic. Yeah. I want to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Like, um, oh, I'm so OCD today. Just like misusing right. terms and um, just remembering that maybe we can ask for help in different yeah. ways when we feel this way. For sure. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And I think that, mm-hmm. I just think that it, 
like you were saying with the experience, I feel like people don't really know. And I said this, I think, in the last episode two or two episodes ago. That yeah. Unless you go through something firsthand, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really, really hard mm-hmm. to actually understand. And I think that you can be there for somebody and listen, but it's hard to know unless you've experienced it. I kind exactly. of feel like so. So with yeah. this all being said, I have a couple of questions for you. Is it okay if we move there? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes, I'm excited too. I don't know much about you. Okay. I'm excited to share. Okay. I love talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the perfect time. Okay. We're switching the roles here a little bit, okay. right? Sounds good. Yes. Okay. So you have an OnlyFans. I do. Can you, so I, can I tell you what I know? And then yes, you fill, absolutely. fill me in. Yes. I know that this is a great platform for people to use and um, for content, usually explicit content in exchange for money. Like they can have memberships or scrip- subscriptions mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay. How, what do you do? I post my naked body online to like put it fully naked. In. Yes. Okay. And it okay. didn't start that way. But oh, yes. I'm interested in that. Okay. So mm-hmm. and I I honestly it got Thank you up. for sharing this. Here. Of course. Thank yeah. you for sharing I don't this I don't mind at all. And mm-hmm. I think I said this off camera um the last episode, but no matter because I've already changed so much today than when I started OnlyFans, but I would okay. never and when I, I will eventually stop. And when oh. I do stop, mm-hmm. I would never look back and be like, I wish I never did that yeah. or I regret it because I don't regret it and I wouldn't have what I have if it wasn't for that. And then also, mm-hmm. I feel like I do OnlyFans because it's part of my personality. Like, I feel like you can't do it unless you're good at it. Can I mention something? Right yes. Here? I want to notice that I didn't ask you why you did it yet. But you brought it up. Okay. Do people usually are like, well, why do you do it? Do people question? I don't think so. Or look, but do you feel like maybe there's judgment coming from people? Yes, but I don't mm-hmm. really give a shit. Because let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I look good. Mm-hmm. So I don't care. So if like somebody's going to say to me, why do you post your body online? I'm going to say because I have the body for it, number one. Okay. And number two, because it has gotten me everything that I need. Mm-hmm. And it's made it has made me live a very stable life, which I feel like I always wanted. Okay. So you have support from family and friends to be doing this? Enough. What about your partner? Yeah. So actually, it Can was his talk- idea originally. This Not is a where story it is now. But okay, where it started. So basically, okay. it started with me posting like sports bra, underwear, lingerie pictures. Because, so like more PG thirteen. Yes, okay. absolutely. Because on Instagram, and even now I still do this, which I'm sure you've seen. But I'll post myself in my bathing suits or my thongs, mm-hmm. and it. And mm-hmm. Brandon had said to me, "If you're going to post this on your Instagram stories, this yeah. is when OnlyFans first started popping off." What was this like? Beginning of COVID. Yes, mid like COVID, COVID maybe. Was it after the first lockdown? Yeah, I just know that it popped off kind of recently. Yes, okay. I would say within the last like a little less than two years. Okay, okay. So, so Brandon just, was like, "You have yeah. these pictures." So okay. I just had moved out. I was still getting. I was planning on getting my master's degree. The only way I was making money was from Brandon's videos. He was paying me to be in his YouTube videos at the time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like as a character. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he was if like, you yeah. haven't listened to that, go back to the prior podcast. Yes. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So basically, he was just like, you know, people are making money from this instead of doing huh. instead of posting you in your underwear on your stories. Why yeah. not get paid for it? And I was like, you know what? Good idea. Business mindset. <laughs> yes. He's very so business. OK. So that's what it started as. I didn't have my boobs done yet. But honestly, growing up. I've never been modest. Like I have been flashing my tits at the bars. I've been so. This is who you are. This is this is your. You're 
self-worth. Okay, let's talk about self-worth. Okay. So where does your self-worth come from? Is it physical? Is it like, tell me more about that. Cause you know, like if it was just like within myself or like, do you, from getting validation about how you mm-hmm. look, does that make you, is that your confidence? Okay. So I think back in the day, yes. Oh, like that's how, which, okay. And it's changed. Like back okay. in the day, I think I really, huh. I relied on physical things. I think mm. that, I, yeah, I feel like that was, um, but now it's huh. like, I know how I look and I'm mm-hmm. proud of myself for the way I eat and the amount of times I go to the gym and I don't like now I'm at a point where I really don't give a fuck yeah what anyone else thinks. yeah you've matured I, yeah and I don't yeah. even care to post my body online anymore not because like more because my me- my mentality has just changed are so you much. fulfilled doing this absolutely not no it has made me like extremely depressed whoa let's talk about it yeah whoa I, d- mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting this okay okay so originally mm-hmm. no like I loved it I mean I'm bawling out you know and I was just was like, this when this you had great. the other podcast even before that even before that yeah okay, okay. so I had first moved into my apartment mm-hmm. and I would say a couple weeks in I made okay. my only fans okay and I was just getting by to afford the apartment like from getting paid from Brandon's videos and even that I was scared I wasn't gonna make oh wow rent. so you were like where can I get money here yeah exactly okay. and I kind of have always been like that it's a little stressful yeah you know yeah. growing up my mom always supported me financially she pretty much got me she didn't I would say she did spoil me, but not over the top. Okay. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. she always got me what I wanted. But I also always kind of felt a sense of, I don't know the word. Um, I don't know what word. You always of. have to, um, like scarcity maybe? No, like basically I felt like, sorry mom if you're listening, but this is the truth. But basically I felt like if she would, I felt like reliant on her, but I also kind of felt like if she would, I felt like she had control over me. That's what it was. Like, I felt like if I had, if she oh, was still paying my phone mm-hmm, bill, mm-hmm. she had some sort of control over me. If I was still living under her roof, which is normal, you know? Yeah. I think that this is so normal. Oh, yeah. teenagers, they want to be independent. Yeah. Of and I, I think okay. that I was really at a point in my life where I was so ready to break away from all of it. Okay. In regards to her, like, I wanted her to just, I wanted our relationship to strictly be like, like, I wanted us mm. to stay close, but I no longer wanted her to have any, any mm. sort of hold on me. Okay. So I wanted a lot of money. And to be able to do what I wanted to that do. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. So I made the OnlyFans mm-hmm. and made like, I mean, just to be super transparent, I think I made like 10K in a day. And So I was this like, was like, oh, I'm hooked. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking insane. Like literally. Huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think, uh, uh, side gonna, note, I think I use that word every episode. I've realized. I'm going to be so happy that you're going to notice it now. Though. I know. As long I as do. you notice it. I do. Even when I go mm-hmm. back and edit, I'm like, damn, there it is again. Um, I'm so but, happy. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. I was making a lot of money and mm-hmm. I'd say for the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, can you replace the word insane really quick? Can we go? Yes. Back? What can I? Let me. It, I was. It was shocking. Yeah. It was shocking. <laughs> okay. It was shocking. So you were so, making all this money. Yes. And it made me feel, I won't say fulfilled, but I think I had never had huh. this kind of money in my life for myself. So I was just getting what I wanted. I yeah. bought cats. I bought I got a bigger apartment. I was buying all the clothes that I wanted. I mean, materialistic At things. At some point, was that not doing it anymore? So I would say after a year or so. Honestly, it really wasn't until I moved into my house. Because then I felt like mm-hmm. I got everything I could need. Hmm. Like I have the house. I have hmm. the cats. I feel stable. Yeah. But now, yeah. what do I do during the day? What do you Nothing. do? Like it was just the gym. And then, yeah. you know, everybody around me, I felt like had a purpose. And they had something that they were doing. Huh. And for me... 
I was like, okay, yeah, I make money from posting my body online, but that takes me all of So how long are you going to do this for? How much longer do you want to do this for? I would love to stop now, but I need to replace the income. And I refuse to stop until I replace how much I'm making because I'm Okay, so you have a goal right now. Yes. And you're not happy because you said you were- Well, I've been, let me tell you this. Okay, yeah. Tell me about that. When I restarted this podcast, which is a very last minute- Scary decision, extremely scary. And there was two days that I really thought my life was over. I didn't think I was going to do. You this. mean the break between the two? Yeah, yeah between the oh, two. Wow. The two okay. Shows. So, and it wasn't an immediate decision. It okay. was like a two-day break. And I, when I decided it, mm-hmm. um, or before I decided it, I had no idea what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Really didn't even know if I was going to continue in social media. It was scary. Wow. But so you were at this point. What do I do? Yeah. So it was. It was scary. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So. But I will say, ever since I've started doing this, I have not been happy. Like, I've been so happy. Like, it's Mm. been the happiest I've been in a long time. It's the most passion I've poured into anything. I have chills, Dev. I can tell you're passionate about this while you're talking about it. And just like... I've Um, always wanted to use my brain. Like, even when I wanted to be in the FBI, it was because I wanted to use my brain. And you're interested in people. Yes. Aren't you? And I think I'm good at talking. Yeah. Okay, I have one more question. Go ahead. Ask away. Um... Are you proud of what doing OnlyFans? Like today, are you proud? I know that you said you would never regret it. Or like when you, this is your career. I know that I this am, is sh- Okay, so that's a good question. I'm I'm proud that I've gotten where I've gotten mm-hmm. no matter how I did it. But am I proud of roundabout way of answering? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I don't want to say I'm disappointed. Okay. Because I'm really not. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't surprise me that I went, went this route. Because genuinely, I mean, I was yeah. having sex at 14, yeah. getting fingered at 12, 13, like sending naked pictures to guys so very young. So this was Hence who you the daddy, were. The daddy sense. issues here. But okay. that's okay. <laughs> I had okay. a lifestyle of sex, drugs, and rock and roll from like a young age. Yeah. Not really, but kind I of. I also <laughs> want to normalize that like people in their early 20s don't know what's going like yeah I don't know it sounds like you're kind of figuring it out again mm-hmm. and so are a lot of other people yeah. in their 20s and it and I still don't matter. know who I am like I still mm-hmm. I am that's mm-hmm. the one thing that I can tell you is I am extremely self-aware that is like I think that mm-hmm. is one of my I oh god sorry I just burped that's what happens when I drink these drinks. you're very in touch with yourself yes yeah and I am very self-aware like I know everything that I do wrong, I know everything that I do right, mm. and I know the problems that I have. Like I swear to God, I'm really. Do you good work at on it. the problems? I try, mm-hmm. but I'm also aware that I don't try hard enough. Okay, but like I'm very, okay. very aware I wanna, of myself. Okay, I do think I've, I have imposter syndrome. Also, huh, by the way, that's normal. Okay, imposter syndrome with with I think with everything okay. that I like, kind of with where I am. I don't yeah. think I give myself enough credit with things either. I, I think that. I think I'm really hard on myself for many different mm. reasons, but I never really think much. And I, I'm like going all over the place. Now. Well, I have another question I'm now. I'm just <laughs> venting at this point. But I've noticed so many things about myself. I think this is mm. kind of like a side note, but I think when I started feeling really depressed about OnlyFans, I have... Um, and depressed, like, didn't want to get out of bed. Like, how No, you- actually, no. So you know what? I won't... I, and depression looks different in everybody, right? Just right. Different. Okay. Yeah. I, right. I just don't want to use a term. I'm just doesn't. curious, like, what were some of the symptoms you were having? So, like, I always felt like I needed to be on the phone with... Like, even to this day, I feel like I always like to be on the phone with somebody. Um, like, alone... You didn't want to be alone with your thoughts. Yeah, and it's weird because yeah. I love living alone and I love yeah. my alone time. Mm-hmm. But, like, as soon as I'm alone with my thoughts is mm-hmm. when... 
stuff starts happening. I notice that I like nitpick at my relationship more. And then I just was really realizing. Irritable. Were you a little irritable? Yeah. Huh. It just was so many Can things. Can I t- tell you what I think this was? Yeah. So if you have depression sy- symptoms, which is there's a long list of what you can have. If you have it for more than six months, then you can most likely get diagnosed with it. Okay. It's also true that if it's less than six months, it's usually called adjustment disorder with a depressive mood. Okay. So it like, sounds like that kind of. Yeah. It sounds like you were able to, you were, you had the resources and the energy to yeah. find your way out. Well, the, I think the issue was, is that. The first time that I really felt upset and talked to Brandon about it, which I didn't even talk, I was like bawling in the car outside. And I was mm. explaining to him how how it was making me feel to do OnlyFans and how just lost I felt within myself and within, within That's life. That's really hard. And it's weird too because I'm confident enough mm-hmm. to post my naked body online, but mm. I felt so not confident within my own mind. Like... That's, that's sorry, heavy. Sorry, burping. Yeah. That's heavy. I just never felt really confident in my brain... Um, which, you know, from an you outside don't come perspective, off as that. I was going to say mm-hmm. from an outside perspective, you wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, I remember saying that to him and I was going somewhere with that and I forgot my Well, what happened after this? Oh, I remember. I was going <laughs> to say that I, I remember being super upset and he was telling, mm-hmm. okay, the issue is with OnlyFans is that's my main source of income. Yeah, yeah. So, and I am not, I wasn't that bad that I was like, I just need to stop cold turkey. I was bad, but I was like, I... I can't stop. That's how it felt. It felt like I want to stop, but I can't stop. So was it like almost like a high when you got when you saw the money? Oh, yeah, it still is. And like now that and once the numbers drop, it's like Mm. anything to get it back up. But now it's like that high is being replaced with Mm. this show. Like today we hit like a million views in a day on TikTok because of my producer Julie over there. Julie, yeah, and we that was such a high because congratulations. Like, let's take a moment. You're you're making something out of this right now. No, for sure. I mean, that's the thing too. Is like (laughs) we must be crying. (laughs) No, but you know the first TikTok that went viral was like was the first episode we did that was an external person. So it was like a confirmation for us. I feel like that was like this is going in the right direction. Yeah, it just has to. It has to hook but we know it's there let's like take a moment and just this is happening Mm -hmm. for you and it's going to continue to grow yeah for sure it will i do have more questions and i also want to take note that the questions are going to get deep i may want to take it to another maybe another time okay yeah whatever you want i'll ask you one more i said one more like five minutes no it's fine i like them okay did you ever feel uncomfortable with people would say to you because they can message you right like did you ever feel uncomfortable or was there always like a boundary up Never uncomfortable, okay, but annoyed sometimes, huh. Huh. and because I don't feel like answering these guys, yeah, and but no, never really uncomfortable. If anything, I kind of would laugh it off because I wow. find it entertaining with some of these guys. Can say. I just say that you're maybe you were in the right field for a little bit of time because yeah. I think that you have to really know what you want, yeah, and have the boundaries up. To I was not- gonna. Well, I, that's the thing too. Is as much as I dislike it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am good at it mm-hmm. because if I wasn't, then I wouldn't have been successful on it. Yeah. So you're ready yeah. to grow. I am. Yeah. I'm ready to be more than just that, you know, and I and I want something. I think the most important thing for me is finding something that um, makes me feel alive mm. and like something I'm passionate about and can pour my brain. It sounds into. like you keep wanting, 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 wanting. Yeah, like, I do want a lot. So like <laughs> it's so tell me if this is something that you want to work on. I try and replace the word struggle with want to work on. Mm-hmm. 
do you want to work on savoring the moment you're in now oh, compared yeah, yeah. to like reaching for more and more mm-hmm. and more? I don't do okay. that. Okay. So how do you celebrate these small wins? Do you celebrate small wins? I eat bake lays. I love bake lays. What flavor? <laughs> what no, flavor? Original. No flavor. Ripple? No. Just Oh, you have to try the ripple bake lays. They have them at our food store down okay. the street. Okay. Well, I'm mm-hmm. glad you celebrate with baked lace. I think that that's okay. <laughs> I think that that's okay. Can you eat the whole bag for me? Like, oh, absolutely. Okay. I only leave like a little less than okay. a quarter. Because I think that size. like it's really great to celebrate these moments yeah. because we keep reaching for more and more and more. And we're like, oh, I want this in life. I want this in life. But really, we don't know what we're getting tomorrow. And like right. we really no, just need true. to live today yep. and celebrate today. So I'm glad we got to cheer a little bit for I will for both say. Of you. There's only been a mm. few times in my life that I f- that I can think of off the yeah. top of my head that I feel like I really um, was in the moment and felt like huh. I escaped reality. What was that? I don't know if I should say actually. Okay. Well, we can talk. Okay. <laughs> I just, but I think it's important because uh-huh. because I I'm, I just want to. I guess what I'm trying to say is like. This world that I live in with social media, yeah, is really difficult at times, and it mm-hmm. is a job, and it is fun, mm-hmm. and it is amazing that we're able to mm-hmm. do what we do and have this freedom and this schedule. And um, is there an and coming? No, but there's a but coming. Can we replace it with and? And so, but and and but okay. is more is that is what you're about to I'm say learning. more negative. So, like, I like to use the word and. So, but is negative, but and isn't. And is two can be true. You can really enjoy your job and also there can be something negative about it. Okay, so I'll use and. Yes. You're teaching me something. No, this is good because this will help me in the future shows. So, it's great that we have the freedom and it's great that we, you know, have all of this amazing stuff. And. Beautiful. The only downside, mm-hmm. okay. can I say that? Yeah, because and, it can be okay. a downside and they're both true. Okay. And the only downside is I don't think any of us really know how to separate it. Because wow. what we okay. do is our life. When I come mm-hmm. on here, I'm not putting on an act. I'm not anyone else mm-hmm. except myself. So, and then when I get off of this, you know, Julie and I talk all day about the show and it's great and I love it. And it it it's like feeding me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's great. Yeah. But I don't have enough moments that I can escape it. And I feel like wow. I used to have those and now I just don't. So I just feel like it's go, 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 go. And don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's great that, you know, every day I go to the gym, but that's no longer an escape. That's more mm-hmm. part of my routine. It's a priority. Now. It's a routine. Exactly. You don't, you feel weird if you don't go. Right. And yeah. I, I've tried to do the things that make me feel that mm-hmm. freedom and escape again, more mentally, which is like used to be taking a walk and stuff. But mm-hmm. I tried it recently and it just didn't do it for okay. me anymore, which was kind of upsetting because I was like, you mm-hmm. know, I really thought something new. You have to try something work. new. Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't it. So I'll have to figure it out. But mm-hmm. But what I was just saying is I don't think I do enough of those living in the moment okay. times. And honestly, hmm. social media is great. And see, that that and throws me the fuck off. So you don't have, this is just. That throws me the fuck off. <laughs> it it's does, really it weird. Kills Can I my tell thought, you, my negative it thought. is a part of a therapy called dialectical behavioral no, therapy. No, it's good though because it kind of kills mm-hmm. with the negative thing you're about to say. Yeah. So I'm just not even going to say anymore. Because I can't even remember. Come on. Uh, now I want to know. <laughs> well, I don't okay. know what I was going to I think my Basically, main Basically, you're having just, trouble finding these moments throughout your day where you can be yes. in yourself. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because 
I am myself online, but I feel like it's not mm. always me. And I feel okay. like a lot of people don't really know me. Mm-hmm. Maybe more so recently. I don't know. I feel like recently I've been more myself. I think it's really... First off, that sounds tough. Separating mm-hmm. like what you said. The- oh, it's more, and my whole relationship. My best friend. I mean, all of these mm. things are involved in the oh, social wow. media realm. So I don't really so, get... So just that acknowledging escape. that you want some more... I, like escape or like and moments. vacation doesn't do it either by the way okay <laughs> i think that that's okay and i yeah, think I that really vacation like vacation could be like a whole different topic of yeah. like expectations what right. really happens yeah um just like noticing what you want you don't have to do anything about it yet mm-hmm. but just like sit with it for a little bit yeah you know sometimes sitting with yourself can be like sitting just with an emotion right can be really hard oh yeah for sure and that's like it's easy to harder than something out mm-hmm. yeah Okay, can I can I um, shift into something else? Yes. So both of us have had experiences with a partner, right, who was or had some type of mental illness, whether that was bipolar disorder, substance-induced psychosis. They, they were sick. Yes. And we were really young. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really talked much about this yet. No. Okay. So you want me to t- go first or do you want to take it away? Or do so, you have a plan for it? I think I have a little bit of a plan. Okay. We're going to talk about some of the symptoms we saw. Okay. And what we were thinking in the moment. Okay. 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 So like, let's bring our, okay, this is going to be tough because we're kind of bringing ourselves back. Yeah. This is a part of what I call like a part of my past trauma. Okay. Definitely me too. Okay. Which is I appreciate that I'm doing this with someone. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So let's just think for a minute. Like, can you remember the like a day where something was kind of like off? Yes, I remember it very detailed. Okay, me too. Okay, cool. Okay, do you want to share details? Sure. I think I already kind of have on a on a past episode, but not okay. in like a deep way. Maybe it was a deep way. Because then we we can talk about mine. I can make pretty. I can make mine short. Same. And this means that I'm skidding on the surface, right? It's like, I'm not going to. Absolutely. So there's this term in therapy, actually, one of the other therapists taught me this, that like when you're talking about something really deep, you want to, there's a boat that you're floating on Mm -hmm. and you only want to go down to the deep end really quickly and then come back up to the boat because you don't want to drown down here. So we're going to, we're going to go like this a little bit. Okay. Um, So I'm going to go with mine and then I'm going to watch you tigers in. So, um. I was away with my family. I was, I think, 17 or 18 at the time. And my ex-boyfriend was texting me that he could hear the devil and that he could, he thought the devil was going to hurt him. And at the time, I'm like, I love this person. Are they okay? Like, are you okay? Are you safe? You know, I really just wanted to make sure that they were okay. And I didn't. I didn't think much of it at the time. I was like, this is weird. Maybe he's been drinking or smoking because right. I do know that they smoked, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get into that. That's another type yep. of thing. So then like time goes on and it gets to the point where we were at the mall one day. And, and you guys are exes at this point, right? No, no? we were still, the- still oh, together. I, st- I stuck it out. Okay. That's kitty baby. I w- maybe we need some animal love kitty right baby. now. She <laughs> She's good. Unless she scr- unless she does her head brush uh-huh. on her camera, she's good. Come here. Keep going. 
Where's Blue? Okay. Blue, so <laughs> I want what? No, I'm just we kidding. need um, emotional support. To animals. be honest, I'm a dog person. Yay for the dog people no, over I here. No, I used to be, so I okay. get it. But now I'm a cat lady. So I just came back up the boat for a minute. Did you <laughs> notice you that? Yep, there you go. So um, things kept happening. We were at the mall. They randomly bought like a $1,300 laptop. We're in college. We're not making any money. And then it got to the point where we were supposed to go out to dinner one night. And his mom called me and was like, hey, have you seen him? Mm-hmm. And no one knew where he was. And around like 8.30 p.m., we get a knock on our parent, my family's door. And he, this is so, they know, they yeah, know. they do. And. Um, okay, Kitty, no buttholes. Come on now. <laughs> we get a knock on the door. They were at the door and they were telling my dad that they wanted to kill themselves and they weren't making sense they were it's called like word so it was, salad it was the boyfriend and his friend it was just him he's just him? he was okay he ran okay a lot he was a runner okay and he ran from his house to my parents house which is about 15 miles in the snow okay on like a saturday night so oh my i mean i didn't know what was going on my mom was a social worker my mom was like call 911 now he's he wants to hurt himself he sprinted off my dad and I got in the car, chased him down the street. He wouldn't get in the car. Uh, we lost him. We called his mom. And everyone has different views on mental health and mental illness. Right. His mom's like, oh, he just needs sleep. He just needs sleep. Um, he was admitted to the psychiatric hospital the next day. Yeah. And how long was he there mm-hmm. for? Hmm. I don't know, maybe two weeks. I think two weeks. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying two weeks because that's a typical length of stay from my perspective as someone who worked right. okay. in that hospital. Um, and then I did see him one last time when he got out. It was Valentine's Day. They were not. They were still n- not doing very well. And they brought me a coconut to my dorm room. And they were like, let's crack it open and drink it. And I'm like, this is like a little weird. And then he was like, can you walk me to my car? And then he told me that he flushed his meds that was it and um there were a lot of other things that happened like he told me that they had another name they want he started having a delusion that he was someone else so that is my story and that was it was that mm -hmm. kind of like the breaking point for the relationship for you was that like a pretty easy break um it was more so of like i there were things that happened to me that okay. he did to me that I had to heal from. Okay. And it got to the point where, you know what? That's a can really I good ask question. You a question? Yeah. Did yes, he you can. did he ever cheat on you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Did yours? Yes. With a stripper. Okay, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no, I Can I, I like just I, take a deep breath? Yes. Take your breaths. <sighs> I love my breath. No, I I had to um ask you that because when Thank you, you said for that, letting I was me share like, that too. Of course. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted to ask you because it sounded like it might be the same kind of thing. So when the guy that I was dating, mm-hmm. I think we were together for, gosh, I don't, I don't remember exact times now, but it was a decent amount of time. Okay. I think. We were together for almost a year. Were I you, were you in high like, school? No. So I was like almost on college. I was in my. Oh, this is like kind of recent. Can we, I can I ask semester. you something really quick? Yes. How do you feel? Actually finish your story. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So yeah, I was. I was, I think, in my last semester of college. This wasn't that long ago, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But even from then, I'm a different lady now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So 
around this time I, I i liked to jump in relationships so like out of one into another out of one into mm-hmm. another so i didn't i never really you know did a background check not really but you know what i mean i didn't really mm-hmm. analyze people before mm-hmm. going into it mm-hmm. but this guy, i'm sure you changed your ways yeah, mm-hmm. this guy was, you know, he seemed cool and we went out a couple times and mm-hmm. when we would go out, he would say that he's sober, doesn't drink. Okay. Which I respected because even though I was drinking and having fun, I was like, wow, it's really cool that somebody can go out and drink and have a good time and mm-hmm. have a good time with me that was drinking, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because when you're younger, I feel like that's what everybody does. They yeah. go out and they get drunk. No one really stays sober when Isn't you're that the weird that that's like abnormal for someone not no, to drink? Right, it is. Yeah. And, you know... At the time, I thought it was so cool that he was able to have a good time and be mm-hmm. sober. And I never asked why he was sober. Okay. But that that night, or maybe the a couple of nights going into it. But the first night that I really went out with him, mm-hmm. like, and and Claudia was there with us. Um, we got back to our house, and her and I were wasted, and we were all. It was me, her, and him just sitting in our kitchen eating McDonald's, and he randomly just told us that he was bipolar. This was like before oh, I even dated okay. him. Okay. So he told us. And we didn't think much of it. It kind of got weird and quiet for a hmm. second, but we didn't know how to react because we didn't yeah. know what that meant. Yeah. We knew okay. what it kind of meant, like mood changes, whatever, but we didn't know anything I else. I think that's the best way to react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know anything else. Mm-hmm. Kind of went over my head. Okay. So we dated for, let's say, six months. Okay. Everything was great. Normal. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. And <laughs> then there was, ju- there was just this shift. Um, mm-hmm. I think that things were kind of rocky and weird between us. Maybe we broke up. Okay. Was there, is that when the cheating happened? Not yet. Okay. We took a break. And during this break, it was only like a couple days. I think he decided that he was going to go away to Vegas with one of his friends. And mm-hmm. I, I've been cheated on plenty of times in the past to know that that's probably not the best idea, you know, but whatever. Yeah. So long story short, when he was at Vegas, I guess he was going out all the time and not getting sleep. Didn't know this mattered or was a thing you know Mm -hmm. to someone who's bipolar Mm -hmm. he wasn't getting sleep a manic episode yes Mm -hmm. and he i think he also was smoking Mm -hmm. and stuff and maybe even drinking doing things that he wasn't supposed to be doing because i think the smoking and drinking can kind of trigger it in a way definitely we'll get into that yeah so Mm -hmm. which i didn't know any of this stuff Mm -hmm. i once again i wasn't even thinking about why would you know that these things unless you're in it Right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. he gets back. Everything's different. Mm-hmm. I kind of just thought everything was different because he did something wrong. That's all I would think. Yeah. And he denied it for a while, which was fine. And then we just stopped. Ta- like, he just stopped really answering me, stopped wanting mm-hmm. to hang out, which was weird because we had a solid six months that were fine. Yeah. And it was like a completely different person out of nowhere. He kind of broke up with me and I was just, it was like dating someone for six months and then they're just like, just, okay, see ya. Yeah. And he was just gone. And I felt yeah. weird. Like yeah. inside, I knew something was wrong. And mm-hmm. I've had, that's happened to me before where one other guy has just completely gone mm-hmm. MIA. But that was like after a couple weeks. So that's expected. So I knew in my gut something was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I like stalked his mom on white pages and yeah. found his mom's number. Making sure he was like, okay. Yeah, that was my main thing. Yeah. Like I just wanted to say this was weird to me. I just want to make sure he's fine. You had a feeling. I did. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And basically she called me right away and she explained to me that Mm -hmm. it's been a year or so that this, that he hasn't had a manic episode, but she thinks that he's kind Mm -hmm. of going back to that again. She thinks he's been smoking. Yep. And Mm -hmm. long to make a long story kind of short, I, even though I ended up, he ended up admitting that he cheated on me, which I just like that wasn't even on my mind because I no longer wanted to be with him 
because I like liked him as my boyfriend. I wanted to be with him because I felt this need to like fix him and like get him better. Like I wanted to stay through it until okay. he was better, if that yeah. makes sense. And I've never yeah. experienced anything like that. So it's I, like someone hurting themselves yeah. in any way. And his Why mom, would you, yeah. yeah, and his mm-hmm. mom would tell me to, like, he would say he would stop smoking, and then his mom would say to me, like, can you please let me know if you know that he's still smoking? And mm-hmm. I I ended up not telling her once, and mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what? He's not getting better, and it was really weird. Like, he would call, I think he would say I was Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. and Okay, then, so you were experiencing some... Yeah, things. he said he was mm-hmm. God, and then he had told me once mm-hmm. that, well, maybe I shouldn't say what I was going to say. There was bad things that he was saying. And, like, there was times where, like, he would still sleep over my house mm-hmm. and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and he was just, like, awake staring at the wall. Yeah. And there were times where I was, like, genuinely scared, not yeah. for myself, but for my mom because yeah. she was upstairs. And I'm like, yeah. what if he were to do something to my mom? Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of scary things. I obviously eventually, like, ended up ending it a while after. But yeah, he was in a psych ward for a while. I would yeah. go and visit him. That was kind of scary, too, because mm-hmm. I had never done something like Literally yeah. that whole experience – I had never done and I remember Mm -hmm. when he was gone and Mm -hmm. when he wasn't talking to me and all of this was happening Mm -hmm. and I've gone through a lot of heartbreak like felt like the end of the world heartbreak but this was so different like I remember laying in my bed and like feeling it like in my heart like I was just like this is horrible. Did you ever at the end this is what I experienced I was always like I hope he's okay I hope that they're okay. Once I was done were you done? I was done. Okay. Like I didn't want to look back because okay. I think that I almost started to torture myself with it. Wow, like okay. I was just, tr- I basically mm. put it all on me. Like I didn't do anything. I think I deleted my social media. I just, cause I realized that hmm. life is really not about social media. Like there are so hmm. many more serious things in the world. And when I was experiencing this, I literally felt like, nothing else mattered yeah i was like this world's a joke because experiencing this and and seeing what somebody's going through (laughs) sounds like there was some anger there yeah it just like makes me it made me realize how stupid the world was because nobody actually knows what mental health is well people do but not Uh, not a lot you know you know what i mean like kind of i'm just saying in the sense of like like i was saying i agree completely i agree completely if you don't experience it Uh there's no way even me telling it to mm-hmm. somebody like I could tell my story mm-hmm. with this guy in detail and somebody still wouldn't get it because they didn't oh, yeah. go through it. A hundred percent. Also, mm-hmm. I do want to notice I was with this person for like two years. Okay. So like, I don't know if that changes anything. I just felt like I had well, to say I, it. I think, I, no, I think that, no, I think it's, I I think it's all, I think that anything over like six months is like. A, yeah. It, and it can we effect. just acknowledge like both of us went, we experienced some things, we saw some things, yeah. and eventually we, can we say we grew from it? We mm-hmm. learned from he it? He also drank his, own, drank his own pee. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. Like things I've seen in mm-hmm. the hospital. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really glad that we both shared that. And I yes. hope that like someone can relate or learn or right. something from it because this happens more or than somebody, you think. Yeah, or somebody's kind of experiencing it with yes. whether it be like a friend a or a parent or partner. Yeah. yeah. So talking about like, okay, you mentioned one of the things that your ex said was, I feel like I'm God or like mm-hmm. godly. So that is a I want to make sure I say the right thing. Okay. That is a delusion. Mm-hmm. So d- there are several different different types of delusions. There's a delusion of grandeur, which is what they were experiencing. Okay. 
that's like when you're like, I'm Kanye West today. Yeah, and they he would bring truly that up believe. a lot too. Like Kanye West. Yeah. That was a big, big person that he talked about. Isn't that interesting? Well, like with what's going on. Anyways, yeah. we don't have to get into that. <laughs> There's also delusions of, I'm going to say it wrong, I erotomania. Do you want to guess what that is? Like erotic behavior? Kind of, yeah. Like okay. obsessing over someone, thinking they're married to them. Okay. Like a, like a true stalker. Like someone Got who it. is a true stalker. And like, do you hear about the celebrities' homes being broken into mm-hmm. by like their stalkers? That's because they truly probably think they are married right. to them, in love with them. That's the one thing I mm-hmm. will say, going back to your OnlyFans question, that's yeah. the one thing I kind of get worried about is oh. because my job in a way is to make these people feel like we are you know, not not dating, but like that they're my you, friend in a way. Yeah. And I think I always, that's the one thing I think about is like, oh, I don't want to give someone the wrong idea and have them actually think that like we're friends. And that like, can be yeah. a worry. So that was that's the only thing that. I and then like thinking it. about what this what some of these psychiatric illnesses can exactly. do to people. You just don't know. And I did have an experience with that, too. And we don't have to talk about it. Enough, OK, maybe another episode or yeah. another day. It was weird, but. Do you want to talk about it? It's quick. I can just okay, say go it ahead. Fast, Why don't we just do it? it? Claudia and I were at our gym and this guy mm-hmm. comes up to me. This is weird. I don't even know if I told you this, Julie. And he just doesn't really say anything. Yeah. And he looks at me and he like, he was wearing, I think this like yellow, kind of like one of those, bra- remember, were they Under Armour bracelets? Livestrong? Yes. It was something <laughs> like that. I don't know if it was that one, but it was a bracelet like that. Okay, okay. And he ha- might have had some tattoos. And he, he comes, I was, Claudia was doing her set and I was kneeling yeah. on the ground, I think maybe texting or uh-huh. taking my glove off. And I like see somebody in the, out of the corner of my eye and he mm-hmm. kind of puts his hand forward and is just like showing me his hand. Mm-hmm. And I look up and I'm like, Hi thinking it was like a fan or something from like the YouTube videos. And he was like, you don't know who I am. Okay. And I was like, no, am I supposed to? Like, have we met before? He's like, you don't recognize like my arm and bracelet. And I was like, no. And mm. mind you, he was not speaking loudly. He was like, I'm being really quiet. And I have like a ball in my throat Yeah, right he now. basically kind of was like, from OnlyFans. <laughs> and basically was trying to imply that I was supposed to recognize him from his bracelet and arm. How did you feel in that moment? That was fucking freaky. Like, Claudia, did you and I feel were both uncomfortable? Like, Ew. Yeah, that made me uncomfortable. Because now you're at like my place that I go to yeah. work out. What was it like going back there after that happened? I think I forgot about it. Okay. So you were able to, like, it wasn't I too back pretty quick. Okay. I can tell. I think. Yeah. yeah. I definitely can see that in you. Yeah. I bounce back fast. Like, and something it's can because hit me hard, you've been through some, some things and you've yeah. had to come right back on. Also, being on screen a lot might be doing that. Yeah. Right? Um, okay, so different types. I'm going to like say one or two more things about this. So there's okay. also somatic delusions, which is when you like you see or you feel bugs crawling on your arms mm-hmm. or you think your back is broken, but it's not broken. And and you like go to the hospital daily like I have bugs in my arms. Like there have been cases where people have ripped their skin off so trying the, to get bugs out. Is this a part of being bipolar? Or is this so th- okay, different? this is what delusions are. Okay, so delusions, you can okay. experience delusions in mania, Got which it. is you can experience. There's so much to talk about. I let's know, just yeah, acknowledge that. So let's focus on bipolar disorder right okay. now. I'm not going to go into schizophrenia right now okay. or a different psychotic disorder. But they can all. You can have multiple, multiple mental disorders in a way, right? You know. Uh, I think that you can have be comorbid. Like you can have bipolar disorder with a substance use disorder. You cannot have bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. Really? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So okay. you have to, you will experience, okay. 
I just wanted to ask yeah, that because I this, when, when I did a lot of research during this time and like okay. I thought maybe yeah. this person had both, but I wasn't sure because I also am not. Uh, that's another hard know. thing. It's like, why do we have to label it? Right. Yeah. But we have to label it for the insurance companies. OK. And also to treat. So like we want to treat when I were I worked in a psychiatric hospital, a regular hospital for this as a forensic social worker, we want to treat those symptoms. And once we start treating those symptoms, then we can start thinking, okay, what do we think this is? Like they're getting better from these medications. These medications okay. treat this illness. Got it. So that's one, you know, different psychiatrists. I am not a psychiatrist. So, but different psychiatrists think of different things. Okay. I am a social worker. Got it. So, um, the last one is persecutory. I'm saying that wrong. But basically when you think there's cameras hidden in the walls or that trick of touching the um, mirror on the wall to make sure there's a space between your finger and the mirror um, because, or you think the FBI is following you. That is, that's like one of the most common ones we've seen or they have a chip in their brain. Okay. And that's what that can be. So when you're, when you have bipolar disorder, there's bipolar one and there's bipolar two. Bipolar one is like this. It's like a wave. So you have really low lows and then you have super highs, like mania, like what you were seeing. Okay. And then there's bipolar two, which is a little more mild. Just think of like a calm, I wouldn't say a calm wave. And you may not get those super high highs. You may not experience mania. Okay. Mania is the top of those highs where you don't sleep for days, you don't eat for days. And that's when the delusions and hallucinations can come out. They can also come out really down here, down low. Okay. Like when you're super depressed. Um, So yeah, there's also hallucinations. Hallucinations is like hearing, seeing things, smelling things that aren't there. People can feel things that aren't there. Um, I've worked with a patient who, or like patients in the past who tell me that they smell grass all the time or like metals, heavy metals, and they think that there's something in the building that's wrong that they smell these things. So just, you wouldn't always think about that. Like, oh, maybe they just smell something, but that can be a hallucination. Okay. Um, Let me think if I'm missing anything. Cause this is like something that people don't talk about. What are, okay, what are, people don't know the the difference between hallucination and delusion. Yeah, I definitely right. Don't. So delusions are more so like the stories. Okay. Like I am God. Okay. I think you are um cheating on me. You're cheating on me. I know it. The FBI is following me. Like those are the delusions. Hallucinations are more of like seeing things that aren't there, like seeing people that are not there, like okay. talking to people in the room that are not there, smelling things that aren't there, feeling things that may not be there, seeing things that may not be there. So it's it's hard to explain, and that would be a whole other conversation. Thank okay. you for listening. Of course. No, it's very informative. It's great. Yeah. I love this. Oh, yeah, of course. And I have my little notes here to make sure. No, I love it. I have everything. So um, I can give a story. Okay. So I teach yoga. I am a yoga instructor. I'm with you. I work out every day. Sometimes I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. And um, I was at the yoga studio one day, and someone was teaching a class and there was someone in the class who I had my eye on. I am very high alert in the community. And they were talking pretty pressured speech. It was hard to understand them when they were out in the lobby. They went to go take the class. Uh, about 10 minutes in, I was outside of the studio at the lobby, like in the desk. They run out and they just say, I need water. I need water. Okay. Like that's normal. It's a hard class. Right. They go back in, they run back out. 
They start hyperventilating. They, they're telling us that we poison them with the water and they're, they start losing their pants. They, they were so sweaty. Their pants were falling off of them. And then he started like gagging and it got to the point where we're like, we need to do something about this. And someone else that was in the studio with me said, he needs to get some rest. And I was like, he does not need rest. Right. We need to call 911 immediately before something happens. Like we don't, he is, he does, I don't know if he's a danger to ourself, himself or someone else. So he runs out of the studio. Uh, I called 911 right before he did that. While he was running out, he's like said, I have schizophrenia. Like he was really quiet about it. He must have been off of his medications. Mm-hmm. He was experiencing a delusion that we were poisoning him with the water. That is also very common. And um, the police officer came and they found him at the urgent care because he thought he was poisoned. He wanted right. to get that fixed. So, and what that is called an emergency petition. When someone calls 911 and a police officer comes, it can be very intimidating. I want to just preface that because right. they will get handcuffed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there will be a social worker with them and they will cuff them and take them to the nearest hospital. Okay. And then they usually, is that when they do like the two week stay or they're kind of. So that's a whole different. different? So that's a good question. Okay. And I'm noticing that this is my language and it's, I'm going to, I want to teach everyone that wants to know. Yeah. So once you get into the emergency room, only some hospitals in the state of Maryland have psychiatric emergency departments. Okay. Some do not. So these people are just mixed with a crowd of people. And it's not always the safest thing because sometimes these people are endangered to others or themselves, especially if they're psychotic. I I just want to say, too, correct me if I'm wrong, but if they're being taken to a regular hospital, Mm -hmm. these doctors or nurses might be trying to treat them for a physical issue, which there might not be there. So they release them when they Mm -hmm. actually need mental help. That's a great question. Physical help, you know? That's a good question. And I guess, so, okay, social workers work in these hospitals. There are, even if it's just like a normal hospital, there are normal hospitals that have psychiatric providers. Like okay. they'll have a psychiatrist that can be on call. Oh, I think someone like is experiencing mania or depression. Someone is experiencing like thoughts of suicide or something like that. Mm-hmm. The psychiatrist or the attending or whatever they will, are called will come and evaluate okay or it could be a social worker and they can say this person needs to be admitted without they have no choice they have to go that's called an involuntary admission when they are forced against their will to go into the hospital and that can be frightening yeah for that person right and the social workers, the providers, the nurses, we all want to help them. We're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad they're here. They really need treatment. Let's get to it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that not everyone goes in involuntary. Some people say, okay, I'll get treatment. I'll go upstairs or you can transfer me to the psychiatric hospital. They go, they get there and they want to leave. They sign something that's called a 72 hour notice. I'm curious if people know what that is. Leave it in the comments. I don't know. Okay. You know? So a 72-hour notice is the person's right when you're voluntary that you can leave the hospital in 72 hours unless two psychiatric providers, psychiatrists, say yeah. you're a danger to yourself. He, the guy I was with did that. Oh, wow. And I think he did it because he knew he didn't want to stay longer than that. 
because he, if he, he signed. Yeah, because if he wouldn't mm-hmm. have and mm-hmm. he went in involuntary, then there was no guarantee of the 72 hours. Mm-hmm. So I remember So you that. know about this. Yeah. You know about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember mm-hmm. that. So I have been, I have sat in the room. A judge comes. We have a, a hearing in the hospital and there can be security guards standing with us. I, I, there are times where I have been grabbed or chased after. You just have to really watch your back in these settings. And sometimes these people who are really sick will be discharged. Right. And that is what sometimes what we see like on the street, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's they're living with the family members and the family members don't know what to do and it's frightening for them. And their family member that's very sick may think they are not sick at all. Right. So there's a, I didn't go super deep into it and I'll save that for another time. And that's just a glimpse of what it's like at the beginning of a hospitalization. Right. Yeah. No, I think that was great because I feel like even though it was skimmed, it still felt like a lot mm-hmm. of good information, honestly. Okay. And it's funny because even mm-hmm. the fact that I obviously experienced something like that firsthand, it was still good information to hear mm-hmm. from you and new information too. That also I didn't oh. know. Which yeah. Is interesting. Yeah. It's not. Ta- we don't talk about this. Like right. who, who talks about this? Right. right. Um, and I mean, even after what I went through, like mm-hmm. I experienced it in that time. But afterwards, mm-hmm. I don't really speak about it unless I decide to. You know, it's, right? just like it's not something that gets brought up unless I think you're in the moment dealing with it. It's something that if it happens to you once, you may never talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit about the hospitalization piece. Okay. And then it kind of, you know, can move into like, what do we think, how how can we treat people who have a mental illness, right? Like a mental illness should be looked at. I think, Julia, we talked about this a little bit on the phone. Mental illness should be looked at the same way as someone breaking their leg or has diabetes or has cancer because it's something that needs treatment. Mm-hmm. And hey, like if you broke your arm, Everyone would want to care for you. You want to have like all, you would probably have people here making your meals, you know? And if you have a psychotic disorder, I don't think that happens, you know? Right. If anything, I think people are more scared and they want to keep their distance. Right. Yeah. So we have to, you know, everyone's like, break the stigma, break the stigma. And it's like, education is the way, right? right? So what do you think about everything I'm saying? Like, any thoughts on like, do you think about, do you feel like you can bring this into the community and like kind of have a different set of eyes? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think too. And, and also that's like one of the main reasons I wanted you on the show. Well, mm-hmm. it was great that you reached out because prior to reaching out, I was actually looking for someone mm-hmm. to come on just to spread awareness and talk about it because mm-hmm. I think that more people than not mm-hmm. want it to be talked about, but maybe they aren't, they don't feel comfortable asking or they don't know what to ask. And I think that, episodes like this mm-hmm. are really eye open eye opening for people and either that's because people can relate yeah or whether it's within themselves mm-hmm. or with people around them that they may know yeah and i think too it's just regardless even if you don't know anybody it's important because we live in a world full of other people yeah and if there's things that you maybe see down the road or just might confuse you certain behaviors of people if you have more education and knowledge mm-hmm. then maybe in your own head you don't have to be you know, a therapist or a social worker to know these things. If you are educated, you can kind of pick up on it and be like, you know, this person might need help. And in certain situations, for example, like at the yoga studio that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. somebody might, if somebody has more education, they might be 
less scared yeah. in a situation like that and yeah. more aware of what's actually happening and not just say, oh, the person needs rest or, oh my God, call 911 because they're scaring me. But they might think, okay, this person, needs something help. might really, you know, yeah. something might be really wrong. Yeah. I'm so glad you took that from that conversation because mm-hmm. like that is what I want to get across. Yeah, for is sure. That we can help in little ways and just less judgment. Yeah. Because we... We can't control our, our brains all the time. I mean, we try our best like coping skills, right? Mm-hmm. You said you were trying to go on those walks. It right. wasn't working. We have to try something else. So like, I don't know the doodle books people like. Mm-hmm. And as a social worker, personally, it's very important that I do my like self-care. Also like the word self-care, well, that's another conversation. Just like getting a facial, getting a massage. But like really what is self-care? Sleeping through the night, right? eating healthy as healthy as you can. Right. And getting some form of exercise. Getting too. some yeah. form of exercise. I, um, As I started therapy and working in this field, I noticed that I have to, you know, like sweat mm-hmm. and kind of get my mind off of things. Because like you right. were saying, it's kind of like a place to check in. Um, so yeah, I just think it's important that providers also take care of themselves. Absolutely. And also I make mistakes too. I have some mental health stuff too. You know, I have anxiety. You're human. Yeah. Exactly. So like we're all human here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I think what you said is important because even if somebody doesn't necessarily have, that's honey, by the way, there's a third cat that walked by. They all look the same except for the blue. <laughs> <laughs> honey, kitty, blue. Yes. I took my allergy medicine today. Oh, good. I knew I, I, I saw you had a cat. Okay, so I'm good. That, I'm glad that you did I'm that. Good. We need to start telling people that in advance. Oh, I'm good. Um, Awesome. No, so I'm glad that you said that because mm-hmm. whether someone is mm-hmm. in the working in the field specifically like you are, mm-hmm. or even just on their day-to-day life where they might not think that they need to talk to anybody or they maybe they, they feel, oh, I don't have anxiety or I don't have anything yeah. going on, but it's still important to take care of yourself mentally yeah. through – Things like getting a walk. And when we say, I like to say too, when I say exercise, like I'm not talking like you don't have to like lift weights like I do or do anything crazy. It's more so Mm -hmm. just, even if it is just taking a walk or something Mm -hmm. like that, I just think that any type of- Stretching. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. anything is good. And that I think that's good for your mental health. I think sleep, like you said, even fueling your body with healthy foods. and it's so important. Even if something you don't feel like you need mental help in any way, I feel like you yeah. can still mentally help yourself yes. in other ways. We always want to grow, yes, right? absolutely. It could never hurt. Yeah, that's like where I am in life right now is really wanting to huh, grow. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm curious if you have any mm-hmm. more, other, if you have any other questions for me too. Yeah. Well, ask away too. I want so you to know I, like, I I'm guess open about everything. I do also. have some questions and I also think that and wherever I, you want to take it to, by all means. So I think support, just like your support system is mm-hmm. incredibly powerful. And I notice, like, thank you to my husband and thank you to my dog and my parents and my brother and my sister and my friends who have supported me to get to this place. Yeah. So for you, you said that, like, not maybe not everyone was super pumped about you doing OnlyFans. Yep. So, like, what was that like for you? Was it like your loved ones? Yeah. Because that think- can be impactful. Family members, not so much my grandma. I feel like I could kill somebody and she would still have my back. But <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the opposite. No, my, my grandma's my <laughs> like biggest fan. And I think obviously my mom, it was more of like a disappointment because I feel mm. like as a mother, like n- usually a mom wants better for her daughter. Not I hear to, you. You know, so that and then I, my aunt and uncle, they're more religious. So I'm sure they have their own opinions, but and it took my mom and I a little bit to get to a place ask, of, yeah. uh, what's the term? 
What the agreement. Fuck? Um, yeah, agree to, a di- to agree to disagree. disagree. You know, okay, so like your mom still disagrees. Of, absolutely, but we. But I will say, like, mm-hmm. we're to a point where I'm very open about it. If she asks, I tell her. And my main thing is, I live on my own. I support myself. You and, can do what you want. Exactly, and even if you don't agree. Just and I don't need I don't even need her to support it. Mm-hmm. I just just don't let's just not talk about it. You know, like, you know, it's there. I know it's there. If you have questions, I'm willing to answer. But and I think that that was hard for me at first. That's a healthy boundary, though. I think that it, we it needed to, to be. Yes. I think it needed to be built because my mm-hmm. mom and I um, obviously because like I said, my dad passed away when I was young. Uh-huh. So she was the mom and dad figure. And her and I were very yeah. close, but also very we would get in some fucking arguments yeah. like <laughs> Like no other. But w- I think that our closeness at certain times mm-hmm. passed a line, um, which is kind of what I was talking about with the control thing. I, I do feel like there was yeah. some of that in there. And I think that that's probably why mm-hmm. I so harshly wanted to break that as fast as I did. Wow. Um, but and I, and Do I you see your that. mom and yourself? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I like to put it this way. Like there are um, she has amazing qualities, yeah. you know, that I can yeah. list off. But there's also things that I've learned from mm-hmm. her that I would like to change or be better at. Do differently. Just do differently. Yes. Doesn't and mean good or bad. Yeah. I I want to be my own person in every way. And I think that it's healthy too. And it's cool. And it's cool. And it's great to get mm-hmm. certain things from your parents. But yeah, I recognize them sometimes. And I'm like, eh, I, I, could, I could work on that. Okay. You know? Like coming back to the self-awareness. Yes. Okay. Do you feel like there's anything that you want to share about your, the work you do? Like, just just to educate people, right? Like, we want to teach people, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, with OnlyFans? Yeah. Like, with your with the work you've been doing for a couple of years now. What do you want people to know? Well, I think I want people to know that even though you can make a lot of money on it, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're going to be happy mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that it's not hard like you know mm-hmm. you have to have kind of like what you were saying you have to have some sort of shield to respond to huh. these people a shield mm-hmm. i really like that term. yeah you okay. have to have like a shield to respond to these people and okay. to not really let it get to you and there's been plenty of times that mm-hmm. it kind of lingers in my brain but now for example that i have this podcast to focus on yeah i have more of that separation of okay go on only fans make the money and then as soon as i close out of that app uh-huh or website, I am focused on this again. And I think that's really what I needed. I didn't have that before. Like before, yeah. it was solely, like it was OnlyFans. And then when I closed out of it, it there was nothing to replace yeah. that. So now it's like I have oh something gosh. else to distract me. This is like a big deal. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and it's cool. And I think too, the other thing is, it's really true yeah. when people say money can't buy happiness. Like uh-huh. it can buy a lot of things, you know, and it can oh yeah, it can make okay. you temporarily happy. But and the the way and the way that I felt at many points more recently than yeah. not has just been like brutal, you know, mentally. I appreciate you being super open about this mm-hmm. and sharing about this because what do we like people like on the street we think, oh, they're they're making money on OnlyFans. Psh. Yeah. They're like must better be nice. off right. must be nice. And there's like this darker side to it I would almost use the term darker like it's a heavier place what do you do when you're talking to someone on OnlyFans and you like have a dinner date in 10 minutes like how do you get to the next thing can you just zoom into the next activity without okay Mm -hmm. has did that take time to get to or Mm -hmm. okay no I need I need to take a minute with my work yeah well I need like 
um, I need to like take my deep breath. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I think that I'm kind of like what we were saying about like bouncing mm-hmm. back quickly. Mm-hmm. I just think that over the years I've learned how to, mm-hmm. it's weird because there are certain things that really do affect me and kind of linger in my brain. But I okay. think for the okay. most part, okay, I'm really good at just keeping the ball Can rolling. Can I say the word, disassociating a little bit? Yeah. Huh. Like when you're doing the work. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of like too when when I say I would like be on the phone, you know, like try to always be on the phone. It's like kind of trying to replace. Yes, it's like this background noise that yeah. you want to, mm-hmm. so you don't think about your right. thoughts. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I like, I feel like everyone can experience that mm-hmm. in some capacity. There is one more thing I do want to talk about. I didn't even talk to you about this. Okay. This is just another type of treatment that people can get when they have probably a really really deep depression some psychosis it's called ect do you know what ect is Mm -mm. electronic convulsive therapy do you have any idea what that is no that sounds like electric shock yes oh wow you're right so yeah i'm smart today julie (laughs) (laughs) very good deb thank you (laughs) okay so this is something that has a very heavy stigma to it. When when we used to have patients come into the hospital that we would recommend this to, they would be like, "You're gonna, you're not shocking me. Are you kidding me?" And um, there have been really terrible practices in the psychiatric field hundreds of years ago. A lobotomy. Like there have been several things that do not happen today that I know about. Right. And ECT is one that has stayed. Okay. So this is when you get electrodes stuck to your head they put you under anesthesia for maybe five minutes Mm -hmm. and then they take a sock off because they want to make sure that you are getting the treatment because your body will not convulse only your toe will move interesting because they give you a a type of relaxer so like this is someone that's like a psychiatrist who specializes in ect can talk about you're under anesthesia while they're doing Mm -hmm. okay so this is called so think of it as a doctor's office oh i'm going go to the dentist. You go to the dentist, you sit in the waiting room. All right, come on back, Dev. Okay, let's get you all set up. You, They have um, an office where they do it. Right. And you go to your appointment. It takes about, I would say like two hours because like you have to wake up from the anesthesia and they want to check your vitals because some things can happen afterwards. Okay. Like people can- I mean, with anything. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Exa- any procedure. Mm-hmm. So, and then they leave. Okay. And um, and what is that? That's used. You said for depression. It can be used okay. for a lot of different diagnoses, mostly to treat symptoms. So if someone like I have worked with someone who is in such a deep depression that they were catatonic, catatonic meaning they couldn't control their body motions, okay. they couldn't speak correctly, their words were almost like a slur, and they didn't want to eat. They wouldn't take their medications. It was. It was very tough. And, you know, the family's like, what do we do? What do we do? Are they they gone forever? And we offer ECT because usually it treats the worst of the worst. And I don't even think there's an answer for why. And after, you know, you have to get like, I would say around 8 to 12 sessions of this before... You see results? Maybe five. It really depends. So some people go for their life. They go every okay. two weeks, they get their ECT, they start to feel their mood drip. Oh, I, I, need, I need to go in and get my ECT. Other people will get 10 sessions, feel a little better. I, I, I could like draw this out on what, it's like a okay. wave. Like you will feel really good at first after your okay. first few sessions and then you'll dip a little bit. And then sometimes you feel too good and you hit the mania. 
Okay. So, it, you know, you have to be under direct supervision. That's why you have to be inpatient to do this. And oh, I, so it's not like you do it and you go home. So or some. I have never seen that. I've seen okay. people get it inpatient, get discharged from the hospital, and continue to come in. So like, you know, usually when people start getting ECT, they are very ill. So that's just right. another type of treatment that it's like, who know what is ECT? Yeah, you know, I didn't even know and this that. is something that is can be extremely helpful. And other people have different thoughts about it. Right. There's also like the whole thing about psilocybin and like all these different drugs that people are starting to use now to help treat psychosis and quitting cigarettes, quitting nicotine. So, I mean, this conversation. Let's just acknowledge it's endless, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So mental health on its own, and you know, mm-hmm. I think there's just so many different things. And yeah, like a, being a narcissist. Right. What is a narcissist? So. Mm-hmm. Which is why I wanted to have you back, too, because I felt like we could do even like a more. And that's another thing, too, is that's the cool thing. The one cool thing about the comments (laughs) is that people can kind of comment below, like what specific things that they'd Mm -hmm. want to hear about. And I feel like that would be really interesting, too. Like, yeah, questions like questions, too, Mm -hmm. because I really think that your perspective and my perspective are different and informational and informative because they come from different walks of life just like any just like anyone answering a question would right absolutely yeah so did you want to talk about the words like insane i did okay wait do you remember us doing that what do you mean didn't we do that at the beginning of the podcast well i thought was there more of it i mean i can go in depth i wasn't sure if there were well because i wasn't sure if you had more for it or not but if you don't I mean, I do. then it's fine but because uh, i know remember i feel like we s- we're good i feel like okay. you got i feel I like to make sure. as long as the i appreciate you going back to that though of course no, you're a good we listener talked about it and i want to take your, <laughs> hold on <laughs> bless okay, you i know it was a cough oh <laughs> oh, got no. A hair in my oh no okay i'm good <clears throat> sneezing coughing it's a little bit of everything no i I wanted to make sure that we went back because i know before we started yeah i wasn't sure how in depth you wanted to go but i think that like you know i can get more in depth you know there's this whole movement that happened i i guess it was maybe like 80 to 100 years ago where a lot of state hospitals were shut down Mm -hmm. and that is a reason why our homeless population in i guess like all of america is so um, hi. Hold on, I'm about to have a coffee attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna... Did I bring my water down, Julie? Did you? <clears throat> I don't see it. Maybe I didn't. Do I you get cat water. hairs in your throat I regularly? I, no. Oh, you do. <clears throat> I think, but I, th- I do. Well, but the funny thing is, is I saw it in the cup, and I still... Oh, no, Dev! <laughs> and I'm thinking that's gonna happen. <gasps> Sorry, kitty. Thanks, Julie. Oh, wow, now that that's a is a water bottle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a Stanley cup. Oh, you doing okay? I'm good. <clears throat> I just got a little bit of cat, cat fur in my throat. <coughs> Hold on. <clears throat> the worst is when this, did this has happen. happened before. No, it would be like <laughs> it did. No, the, this has happened though, like in person when I'm talking to somebody and I don't have water. And then I'm like, you know what? We can't continue this conversation because I can't. I oh, can't get together. my gosh. This happened to me once <coughs> in a class during COVID. That makes me so anxious, Joy. (laughs) It's the worst thing. You don't even know what's in your throat. It's like this, like, tickle. Dev, you must be feeling right now super, like, helpless because you can't help the coughing. And you're like, I want to talk. I want to talk. I'm helpless. Yeah. Well, I got my water now. I think I'm okay. (laughs) What'd you say? Your voice sounds different. I know. (laughs) It sounds wrong. (laughs) I think it's that one cat hair lingering. 
No, oh. I, I'm not kidding. I, I know. Saw I it, think I saw it too. And I drank it because I just love Kombucha my cat so much. and cat hair. Yeah. yeah. You know what? <sighs> what I was saying is that there is a wide range of different people on the street that have a mental illness. And I think that we can look at people who have mental illness, just like people like us, and be respectful of the terms that were once used to identify them. And and I want to say, too, mm-hmm. that if there's men listening or even women, that when using the terms like crazy yeah. and stuff, I just think that sometimes it can really hurt someone's feelings also because I think that there's yeah. – it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's really hard when you're heated in the moment or angry. But I definitely think that those words – there's a lot of words that can be used the wrong way. Yeah. And – I think that I just kind of want to give a little background of yeah, why I, I, I wrote, or not wrote, but oh yes, tell us why. Why is insane. it? Because while yes, absolutely, I agree that yeah. there's words that even like I said, even something a more simple word like crazy, because I think I think that's more that's used more often than I hear psychotic, hundred percent. And mm-hmm. I think even words like that, like I was just saying that in a relationship or in an argument, if somebody throws that word out, mm-hmm. it can be hurtful and, mm-hmm. it, and it can mean a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Um, with the we're all insane, mm-hmm. I think I think that it came from, I think Brandon was, Brandon had an idea of like, oh, we're all crazy or something like that. And yeah. I didn't like it. It wasn't catchy. And honestly, I like, I dislike the word crazy more than I dislike the word insane. Okay. Believe it or not. Okay. But I kind of just look at it, not even, not even with the word exactly, but I kind of like to look at it as everyone has their thing, even whether it's a small thing or a big thing, we all have some shit, you know? And I feel like that's where I kind of got the title from. And that's where I was like, since I'm having so many different types of people on, it's kind of to show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of to show that we're, we all got our thing because a lot of it is going to be people telling their stories or Mm -hmm. people, you know, saying what they do for a living. And we Mm -hmm. all have these different things. And I feel like it's cool because I feel like I have so, so many different sides of me. Like I have the sexual OnlyFans divorce side and then I have the side that, I think I do have a big side of me that is just sad and then that I yeah. kind of bury down. And then I have a side that's excited and happy and outgoing. Yeah, bubbly. And You're right? so bubbly. I have so many different sides of me. And yeah. I think for the, mo- for the most part, like I choose which ones come out. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and I don't really see the other ones unless something is really yeah. going on. But yeah. I feel like I'm the perfect definition of kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. So and that's why I feel like I'm so comfortable having all different people on and I and I can and I have in my life been a very mean and judgmental person just mm-hmm. growing up and I'm I think that mm-hmm. as hu- as humans that happens, you know, it we happens. make mistakes and we, we can be evil. I think humans can be very evil. Yeah. But at the same time I feel like I'm so not judgmental to yeah. people. Like I want people to come on and share mm-hmm. their story. I think it's interesting and I think it's cool and even having you talk more educational stuff I, I think it's so intriguing honestly like I, I like it so like that's like one of my favorite things oh my gosh so because I, I just feel like I've, I that's like nice. to really learn yeah and I'm not good at learning through reading I'm good at like watching movies I am or right with you people, were you so. bad at math oh horrible me too I actually never made it to algebra believe it or not oh no <laughs> so, oh my god yeah I failed a couple times so, so. I appreciate like I just want to say thank you for letting me come on here and talk about my view on just like the name of your podcast. And also I do respect it because you have your reasoning behind it. And also like 
I'm just trying to educate. I like you said, I don't want to judge everyone right. about like their decisions on naming something something that doesn't define who you are. Right. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't define anyone either. The thing is, no. is like I feel like kind of like what I just said, but it it kind of just shows like mm-hmm. I, I think the best way to word it is what I said of like we all have something, you know, and that's why we all have something to talk about. We all have something that we could work on or, you know, that we're good at. It's like so many different things. Yeah. And I feel like this show gives everybody the chance to say the good things about themselves, say some, you know, like scary things, some dramatic yeah. things, just everything. So can we end cool. on a breath? Yes. Will you take a breath? With is me? this our is this our ending? Our last ending breath? I Julie's going to so. take the breath with us. Ready? Okay, ready? One, Wait, two. Wait, let oh. me. Ready? In through your nose. Open mouth exhale. Is that good? Beautiful! <laughs>